Welcome to Cinema Hangover, where three completely unqualified individuals drink and talk about movies. My name is Shannon. And my name's Taylor. And I'm Oliver. What are we drinking today, Oliver? Well, today, in theme with the movie that we're watching, we're actually drinking some sake. Yeah. I've got two different kinds in front of me. Yoshinogawa Winter Warrior Sake, which is what we're drinking right now. And then Nigori Genshu Sake, which is from the Mirai family. So... Getting a little knit, a little lit, Japanese style. What are we watching today, Taylor? All right, so today we're just finished uh, watching a anime called Your Name. Yeah, I first guess we're not ever, watching it right now. No, but... First <laughs> ever anime for the pod. Yes, and hopefully first of many. Uh, I uh, uh, a little backstory back <laughs> before we get started into anything else. Uh, Shannon hates anime. This this would not have happened had I not left for the movie discussion for the upcoming movie discussion. I would have never allowed this thrown that uh, out majority there. rules, so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So never, out. never leaving again <laughs> no, during. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> sucks that you're outnumbered. There's two of us yeah. and one of you. So we're watching your. We watched your name rather, and Taylor, you want to give us like a brief synopsis of what your name is about yeah sure so this movie is about two teenagers in high school one that lives in the countryside and one that lives in tokyo and they started noticing that they are having these strange dreams where they're inhabiting someone else's body but over time after they find notes and uh evidence of strange things happening within their lives they find out that they're actually switching bodies with each other and so the movie accounts this whole experience that they're having and what they find out as a result, like what the causes of it is and what it means and the potential, you know, greater circumstances and, surrounding and this. the whole time there's a, a comet in the sky, yeah. essentially. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and that connects to the whole story. Yeah, and it's, and it's I think it's important to note that they're both uh, teenagers, like in high school. Yeah, yeah. And then one is a boy and one is a girl. Mm -hmm. And they're swapping into each other's bodies. Yeah. And this, like, with this whole setup, it culminates into a pretty fascinating romance story that really was a pretty cool concept. Like, the not whole... your conventional romance story, right? Like, no. it, it doesn't. I don't think it goes quite the exact direction you think it will. Mm -hmm. um, but it, yeah, it kind of becomes that. Yeah, but it's also a lot more than just a romance story. I feel true. Like, it definitely has that Freaky Friday type of premise, but it does it in a way that's much more fascinating like they actually they do a bit more exploration with it and i think with it being in the anime like format that and that's the thing that i appreciate with the anime format they it allows for the more bizarre like out of you know out of this world type of events to occur but it, it's really believable yeah. well and i <clears throat> i agree with that but i also agree i also think that it's it's <laughs> i watched dragon ball z with you no you didn't are you kidding me I have had to suffer through watching you. Talking. You've never watched Dragon Ball Z with me. Maybe it was on while I was watching it. <laughs> exactly. I, that, that does not count. No. Okay, well, I grew count. up watching no, anime. Sure. Air quotes anime. <laughs> Regardless, I felt like this was a good... It, I mean, it... it it's critically acclaimed. It has a ton of awards. And even that aside, I've watched it a few times now, and I feel like it is just a really good movie, even if it's not an anime. Even if it, you know, it wasn't an anime. Right. It's, it's really good. It's not, like, just a good anime. I feel like it's a really good film. No, I agree. Like, the overall 
design quality, the animations, the story itself, the voice acting, the overall period, it's just a good quality film. And and so <clears throat> it's also told in a pretty as as much as I was just talking about how it's told conventionally, mm-hmm. it's unconventional in its storytelling in that yeah. it's not chronological. Yeah. Uh in in many ways, and I feel like to talk about this movie, it's almost just going to spoil itself. Oh, yeah. So that being said, unless anyone has a, a, a last thought they want to get off before we get kind of into a spoiler territory, I I think yeah, everybody not. should watch it. But it, it's just tough. It's That's that's my stamp of approval before we continue talking. But it's, I want to just kind of give that spoiler warning because mm-hmm. it is tough to talk about without... Yeah, let's just go ahead and dive into it. Yeah, I don't think you here. really could talk about it without spoilers. So... Do you want me to just go ahead and just dive in for it? Uh, go for it, yeah. So the big twist with this movie is that when the two main characters find out that they've been switching bodies, they continue to jot down in their journals of learn about each other. Yeah, and... they learn about each other, set up rules of what not to do, and give them updates on what they did while they're inhabiting each other's bodies. Now, what happens later on is that there's a point where the main, uh, one of the main characters, Taki, he's the uh, high school kid that lives in Tokyo, he actually wants to meet Mitsuha. Mitsuha. And there's a point where they no longer are switching anymore, and he's wondering what's going on. And he's was able to sketch the landscape of her hometown. So he goes out on a weekend with some friends to try to find this city. And after some time... Cities. Well, maybe too big of a word. Yeah, town. <laughs> I, know, town, I just want to like town. paint the picture for anyone that hasn't seen like right country town. There we go. Country, country lakeside. He, he has town. no idea where it's at. Yeah, nothing no about idea. the town. Just he only has, has a sketch, a sketch from memory. He, he's he's an, he's training to be an architect. So he's, actually really, he's cool. really good. Yeah, he's really good at drawing, and so he draws a, a sketch of what he remembers when he was in her body mm-hmm. of the town, and so he kind of goes on this journey to find the town itself. The town, so he can meet her. And what he finds out is that. <clears throat> the town was actually taken out by the comet. So earlier on in our discussion, we mentioned that there's a comet that's mentioned in the film from pretty much the very beginning. Well, it turns out at one point within the course of the film, what was the female character? Mitsuha. Mitsuha, uh, while attending the festival where the entire town goes and you know celebrates you know, a yearly event and the comet's there, turns out a portion of the comet actually split off and hit the town and killed everybody basically and when Taki <clears throat> finds this out he's like oh shit what the hell so he starts investigating the accident itself trying to figure out more information he realizes that everything that he's been experiencing in Mitsuha's you know life it has occurred three years ago right mm-hmm. before the comet they were so that's I think that's kind of the wrinkle of this movie over mm-hmm. other body swap movies is that she is swapping three years into the future mm-hmm. with him, and she and he is swapping three years into the past with her. Yeah, and there's then th- they kind of explain it halfway through the movie about like time being intertwined. Yeah, and when Taki is in her body, he like goes off with the, the grandma, mm-hmm. and it's kind of explained. Yeah, um, and it's but and it's, it's still at that point you don't know that it's that's how it's that, going to be. That's how and I think that, it is. Yeah, and I think that this that's one of the things that makes this movie so cool to me mm-hmm. is that it's it has so many reveals in it mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily hiding any of them from you it's mm-hmm. all there you can pick up on it if, especially now that i've watched it a few times mm-hmm. i pick up on things that i didn't pick up on yeah. the first couple times and there's all the information is there for you to kind of figure out what's going on before the reveals but there's just still so many reveals that happen 
and it's just it's really cool i mean the whole time the whole time basically that you are watching him you he has her headband around his wrist right mm-hmm. and they make a point of showing it and it's so funny because i actually it. noticed that yeah. like pretty early on mm-hmm. i was like is that the ribbon yeah, yeah. And, she and, has this ribbon that she constantly puts in her hair mm-hmm. and there i mean in the very beginning of the movie um before we kind of know what's going on one of her friends is like yeah you were acting crazy yesterday you didn't have your ribbon in your hair right she was like what and i kind of like picked up real quick i was like "Mm, that ribbon yeah and well and it's cool too because it's very it it's very unanime like in how it reveals its secrets i feel like in that there's not like a there's not like a big exposition exposition dump where someone's like oh this is what's going on and this is it's it's like kind of a trickle of information, and I mean, you start with Mitsuha handing Taki the ribbon in a train, uh, and there's no context to it. And mm-hmm. then Mitsuha wakes up, and you can kind of through very subtle hints realize that something's off with her, mm-hmm. but it never overtly tells you, oh, he's in her like you know some someone's in her body. You just kind of pick up on it. Yeah, and I think that that's something that's really cool is it does that a lot in this movie. There's yeah. a lot of moments that are kind of hinted at before you fully grasp what's happening it doesn't just completely show you which is appreciated like the film itself is as the characters are discovering information and figuring things out the audience is as well and that kind of brings you along for the ride and that's actually one of the fun parts about the film and it does a lot of callbacks too like there's a lot of like like one prime example is one of Mitsuha's friends uh, is the son of a construction worker, and as a result, he's experienced with bombs and explosives. So that's actually incorporated with on when they have a plan in order to help evacuate the city, yeah. in order to prevent the travesty that happened as a result of the comet break. So that's really cool that they continue to incorporate details that are not wasteful. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And I think it's also <clears throat> it deals with a lot of different themes and tropes throughout the whole movie but i think one mm-hmm. of the ones that's probably really obvious but it's cool and, and kind of well done is just the body swap and how they mm-hmm. each embrace like feminine and masculine traits mm-hmm. even yeah host. i'm glad host you caught that too yeah body swap yeah it, it's cool it's now i don't think ever in the movie does it once make either of them look better than the other one they right. both have skills and talents that the others don't have that comes yeah. with being you know, comes comes with their lifestyle, I guess, and they both learn from that and embrace it, and then also with that, learn what they appreciate about themselves. Exactly, and even each other. Yeah, it was, it was really cool seeing how with uh, I keep wanting to call her Mikasa because I Mi- uh, Mitsuha. Yeah, I know. It's just like other animes just keep popping up. Like, damn it. Um, with Mitsuha, whenever she takes over Taki's body, there's a point where she's working as him as a wait- waiter mm-hmm. and one of the you know co-workers that's a female employee that all the guys are like w- like swooning over he actually helps her out and with a slight wardrobe uh, well she in he and she, yeah, yeah, yeah no she, it gets confusing real she quick. in in his body helps her out yeah. helps her out God, and I'm as flashbacks to being john malkovich i know right? exactly <laughs> exactly and Oh my god, that is actually really cool. <laughs> actually, yeah, it's that all over again. But as she spends more time with this female coworker, uh, she starts falling. Like the female coworker starts falling for Taki, even though it's Mitsuha. It's Taki's body, exactly. Yeah. And she, she. I get, have a question. Yeah, go for I'm it. Not to cut you off. Yeah, go but, for it. But um, 
there was a point where there's a date that's set up. Yes. Um, when she is in Taki's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she gets goes back to her body, she's like looking her looking at herself in the mirror, and she was like, she she said something along the lines of her wanting to go on the date or her wanting that date. Mm-hmm. Did she like was she talking about wanting to go on that date with the female coworker? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that Which there I is a was moment. Interesting. Yeah, I I I genuinely think that it's hinted to very subtly that Mitsuha does kind of start to maybe not even fall but like has has a crush on this female worker right like she can, un- body. she can understand what is so alluring about her it's like oh i totally get it like, and and cool. and then yeah. ul- ultimately they both fall for each other but not in well and that's that's i guess what kind of confused me because that's what i was like getting at and i was like oh well, she's kind of falling for the but then but then like real quick after she like realizes she has feelings for taki i think that they both kind of realize pretty quickly because even he does i think he the female co-worker on that date mentions to him taki now this is taki in taki's body she mentions you're thinking about someone else Mm -hmm. and she's not upset but she's kind of like you know i don't think you really want this relationship you're thinking about someone else and he's denies it denies it because she's the hottest girl is yeah and stuff but at that point is when I think both of them start to realize that they're not actually, like, what they're looking for, they've kind of found in each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came to mind, as you mentioned, the whole them recognizing the femininity and the masculinity aspect of it. So as Mitsuha is, you know, expressing more of the feminine aspect through Taki, Taki is expressing more of the masculine aspect through Mitsuha. So funny enough, like, as... Taki's in Mitsuha's body. He's much more confident. He's much more laid back. He's chill. He's mm-hmm. just out doing shit. And people are like going for him. Like mm-hmm. both girls and dudes are like, oh my god, you're so cool. Yeah. Well, and the, <laughs> like, I think the thing that the he that's the biggest thing that he lends to Mitsuha that she didn't have is confidence and standing up for herself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's she's the mayor's daughter and the whole and she had a really rough childhood. It's alluded to very quickly that mm-hmm. like her mother died when she was young. Yeah, and her dad, dad moved away. And she lives with her grandma. And, mm-hmm. So she's kind of become almost like a punching bag for everybody. Yep. And so what Mitsu, what Taki does in Mitsuha's body is he is just Taki, and that he doesn't let people push like push her around. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's alluded to that that's how he is in general in the very beginning because you can he has a patch on his face where he's clearly gotten punched in the face right. for defending the other girl's honor or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's alluded to pretty quickly. Yeah. So it's cool that they both learn those things, but then it's. I think it's almost even cooler that they learn these different traits and strengths from each other, but then through that, they also learn things about themselves that they have strength in. Right. Like at the, it, the biggest moment is when Taki, in Mitsuha's body, goes and talks to her father and is really aggressive to her father about this, this crisis that's coming, the meteor. Right. And he completely shuts down and is like, you're, you know, basically, you're not my daughter. Right. Go away. She would never do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically fails. And then once Mitsuha gets her body back in that same moment, mm-hmm. she goes back to her father and is able to convince him. Well, there's also and, that point, like, everything kind of gone to shit, and there's actually a split off in the comment, too, which kind of supports the whole, hey, we're all gonna die theory. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I almost felt like it alluded to the fact more that... Mitsuha this is a strength. Yeah. yeah, well, this is a strength that Mitsuha has that Taki doesn't have. Mm. It, it took both because, of them in because this moment. Because Taki does, when he's in her body, says, if I was... Mitsuha maybe could have ended or yeah. stopped this. From maybe happening. she could have convinced him. Yeah. Mm. And, and so then, I, I think that yeah. that's really cool. 
because in body swaps it's usually just what we were talking about before well like you learn from the other you know in those movies or shows or whatever they learn from the other person and they gain from it Mm -hmm. but i don't think you see that often where not only do you learn that but you also learn your own strength and like your own value and i think that that's kind of unique and cool too yeah that's actually a good point i think um it showcases early on with how i'm just keep thinking back to mitsuha's experience in taki's body and how she's much more compassionate and kinder and much more you know considerate and that aspect really just drew um miss umohawa was that her name meet miss umohawa oh i can't remember her name yeah the the the, the, the co-worker that was the co-worker also, yeah. but the, an interesting thing as well mm-hmm. though is that mitsuha in taki's body when he becomes kind of a little bit more feminine and caring and emotional one of his friends one of the glasses actually comments at a point he's like yeah he mm-hmm. actually seems kind of cute like, yeah, yeah yeah and not in like a like almost like in an attraction type of way yeah. right, right and it's just kind of cool that you get to see mm. that in these moments and it's not necessarily ever explicit or in your face but it's yeah. kind of these moments where their destinies quite literally change when they're in each other's bodies right. and and the different levels of attraction just tiny bits of changes can do right but ultimately they end up falling for each other right and i guess the thing that just keeps coming to mind as i explore the sequences of events in the film as they understand the influence that they have in each other's lives and they basically experience each other's lives because one thing that Mitsuha expresses early on in the film is that she's tired of being in the country town life she says fuck this i want to be in tokyo Mm -hmm. and she actually does get a chance to be living in tokyo later on film but in that moment it's like a wish for it's like i just want to be reincarnate me as a dude that lives in Tokyo. That would be the shit. The next thing you know, she gets a wish. Mm-hmm. But then... Well, I don't think she says dude. Oh, no, she does. Yeah, she, she, she does. Wants, she, she said, like, yeah. handsome dude in Tokyo. Or no, yeah. I, think, I thought she said she wanted to find a handsome man in Tokyo. No, she wanted to be reincarnated as a yeah. handsome boy in Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. It's when she's, she, like, running she down the stairs. Yeah, but I, I thought she said she was looking, like, can I, can't I just find a handsome man in Tokyo? No, she like, wanted to be oh, okay, a yeah. handsome boy And they were already body swapping at that point. I think so, but yeah. this is when well, you become more aware. Of I it. think they, they, yeah, they were had a couple dreams prior, right? Okay, and so that's probably why yeah, she I thought said that it. She said she was, yeah, looking for this man. But mm-hmm. carry on with your thought. Sorry. Well, the big thing is that, as you know, they are they have these existing desires of what they want, but at being able to explore it in each other's bodies, to being able to see, you know, is this aligning with what I actually want, or is this is there something more that I'm looking for? And it finds it turns out it's in each other. And it's and it's cool too. I mean, the you know again the hints that are that are shown when she hands in the beginning of the movie when she hands that that hair tie mm-hmm. to him, it's it's flashed really quick and then it's not really touched on, but you can see it around his his wrist. Although mm-hmm. you don't, I don't think you quite. It's not shown that that is what that yeah, is. Yeah, you don't really know. That realize that's that, that that's is. what it is. But she actually goes to Tokyo to look for him. Yes. And when she goes to Tokyo, she does run into him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't recognize her because it's three, three years, years in the, in the past. past. Yeah. yeah. And that's when she hands him the thing. And there is a moment where even though they had never met, he does turn around, and he's like, what's your name? Right. Yeah. Um, and that is, it's super cool that that happened. I just think that the way that they go back and forth in time is mm-hmm. a really cool use of that. Mm-hmm. And it builds a lot, and... I also just really quickly have to say, because my mind's darting all over the place with this movie, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. It's, oh, yeah, dude. I, I'm interested to hear what Shannon has to think about it, or mm-hmm. has to say about it, because 
I feel like every frame of it, it's just like a painting. It's Dude, like, I remember at the very beginning, like, so, real quick, at the beginning sequences they have for each of the main characters, you know, environment. So, with Mitsuha, when they showcase her walking to school or running to school, whatever the case may be, just looking at the background, it's like, holy shit, the level of attention. Oh, hand-drawn. Yeah. yeah. And then when you go to Tokyo, it's like, holy shit. This, this looks basic. The other thing that's really cool is um, not, you know, I'll flex my I've been to Japan card really quick. Mm-hmm. And it every time I watch this movie, it makes me nostalgia for it because mm-hmm. it is, it looks like Japan. I mean, it looks like Tokyo. You can see right. Tokyo Tower. It looks like a little rural town in Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's just super cool. They're, mm-hmm. they're not, it's not a made up places. It's very real. And they're going for realism in that. Oh yeah, you can tell they must have had like ridiculous amount of reference photos that they like and there's, and there's just like the, how light go, like ray tracing how light goes through leaves and like the rain and it just the, the movement everything's so cool it's immersive just the overall but but ahead. I want to ask Shannon because she hates anime and so I want her genuine genuine thoughts on Why how this not looks. be genuine because you have the gold stigma against anime <laughs> well and here's the thing like is it a cool looking movie? Yes, but I think it's harder for me to like look at an anime movie and be like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Like I, I just don't appreciate it the same way I do other movies. Not okay. not saying that it isn't talented, like I I don't know the first thing that goes into making an anime movie, but it's just not my cup of tea. Like I, I just don't like anime movies. Like and I don't I can't sit there and like appreciate what goes into it as much, I sh- probably should learn more about it. But <laughs> that's just my honest opinion on it. Like, so how you, the movie looked, didn't it didn't really, do anything for yeah, me. Didn't I didn't, really like, think that. about that at all. And I think that is actually a fair point because for... It kind of reminds me of a similar circumstance where, like, say someone does not watch a lot of, like, movies, like, in general, and they watch one film with CGI and another film with CGI, and they're like, I don't know why this one's bad and this one's, like, good. I can't Mm -hmm. tell the difference. That is actually a thing, because if you don't have that level of exposure, that level of volume of, you know, different, I would say, references, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between great quality and bad. So I can understand. Well, I don't even know that that's – I don't know necessarily that she's saying that she doesn't have a reference to if it's, like, good anime or bad anime. I think that more so – Correct me if I'm wrong, Shane. I don't want to speak for you, but it's not. I feel like you're saying that you just don't really even notice. Like you don't even yeah. pay attention to it. You just it's well, just kind of part of how that's it's That's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. Like mm. I can look at other movies and like I do pay attention to the how the camera works and like the sound and blah blah blah. blah but I I don't really do that with anime. So right. then I think we, I mean you know, we'll the, say- the movie started. And Oliver can attest. I immediately was like, "I'm not gonna like this movie," and so, because um, of how because of how it looked. Like it was yeah. like, well, and it that I mean, that that is a bit just, of a bummer. That's, that's just my that's just my own preference. No, like, yeah. but for everybody listening, it it wasn't a bad anime movie. Like, Oliver's gonna freak out. <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. Oh. Wow. Holy shit! Wow! I got, oh shit! I got goosebumps. <laughs> no, seriously, Mike. Oh, shit. Wow! I'm che- Taylor and I are cheering. This is a huge moment. I, again, I can't stress this enough that Shannon fucking hates anime. <laughs> hates it. Every time I want to watch it, she 
fucking hates it. And I and we watched Princess Mononoke, which yeah. I think is just as good as this oh, movie. Oh, dude, Princess Mononoke, fucking. Fantastic. And she yeah. didn't. It didn't do anything for her. She mm-hmm. didn't like it. So this yeah. was kind of like my last <laughs> last ditch effort of like, well, let's try this. And I mean, she's you know we're engaged, so we're gonna get married. So she's gonna have to deal with anime for the rest of her life. But. God. But this is kind of my last effort where I was like, mm. if she if she genuinely doesn't see any redeem, I thought this, but I, we haven't talked about it. Shannon and I haven't. If, <laughs> I if literally she, today at work, I was talking to somebody about it, and mm. I was like, do not tell Oliver, but I actually liked the movie. Yeah, so, so, but this is so. Th- but this is the thing is is with this movie specifically, mm-hmm. the thought that I had was that if she doesn't, if, she, if Shannon does not like this movie, like there's, and I knew that she wasn't gonna like, you weren't gonna like the drama. Like, I knew that you weren't, not that, that you thought it was bad, but you just wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I knew that instantly, the fact that it was anime, you weren't going to like it. So, kind of, my thought process was, if the story or the characters can't, like, pull you in the, yeah. in the right direction, then, there, there, then there, there's yeah. never going to be an anime that, uh, then it's kind of a lost cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, wow. Yeah! <laughs> like, this is crazy. And I want to get into that more later, what, what yeah. you like. Yeah, but I, I thought I needed to say that, because wow. it's like... Dude. That's awesome. With that being said, I enjoyed the movie, but it wasn't but not the art style. It wasn't that doesn't make it the more enjoyable. Art style wasn't yeah. all of that that was doing it for yeah. me. It it didn't. I I wa- so this didn't isn't, make me hate it or anything. No. But it, it is funny because in the beginning I was like looking at it and I was just like thinking of every stupid anime that I've seen and right. I'm just like I'm not gonna like this. Well, movie. and and to be totally fair, the opening sequence is the most anime, anime moment of the entire thing yeah. it's like has a, a theme song as the credits are going and it's it's like you're almost your classic anime opening like it would mm-hmm. be to a show and it also kind of like gives you highlights of what the entire story is yeah for mm-hmm. sure it and it's so it's like the the, the opening is anime as fuck so i <laughs> i yeah. i knew that she was immediately going to start at a net negative <laughs> start with it but i was hoping that we could fight up through that and so you Obviously, we did, and I'm like elated. This is amazing. But mm. you know, as we start to talk about things that we enjoy, and Shannon will chip in now, which I'm surprised. <laughs> um, this anime, um, this is I'm going to admit this here. It's one of the only animes, or really drawn animated, like drawn animated shows or movies that like every time I watch it, gets me a little choked up. Gets me, oh, little, gets me a little emotional like every dude. time i mean the first time i watched obviously the most but even now like last night i was like this hits at least me specifically mm-hmm. maybe not everybody oh i definitely teared up oh yes. dude, <laughs> dude emotional like it hits me in the feels like dude. i just like uh and and that's a testament it's like you're watching drawings yeah and you're and it's like i feel feelings no it's callous it, cold heart <laughs> <laughs> well it's because the story's so well written and the characters are so well portrayed and you actually are like cheerleading for both of them. You're yeah. like you want things to get better for them. You want them to actually be together. And when you find out the you know the time difference and the the disconnection that they have with them, uh, and when you find it out, it's uh, well, she's dead. Right. It's disheartening. I was like, like what? wait, what? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not only that, but then uh it's like it just gets me. It just gets me emotional. It's like you find out that, and then you find out that she's dead and, you know, he's not going to see her, right? Mm-hmm. But then he goes to this last-ditch effort where he goes to this shrine where she left a... She quotes as, like, half of her, but mm-hmm. it's a, a sake that she made in a traditional way in Japan. Mm-hmm. And he drinks that, and he ends up going to her body one last time, 
and they have this moment where they swap again and they're like running to try and meet each other and it's like super emotional i mean that gets me going too mm-hmm. and then they oh, yeah. finally do meet oh. at the top of this of the crater and talk about like a visually stunning oh dude that was like one of the best scenes the it's just like, oh, yeah. and it's like the whole thing is uh it's just like this whirlwind of emotions and he tells her to write they, they're like we need to write each other's names because mm-hmm. they find out that essentially time starts to go really quickly and they forget well can we talk about that scene and how that played into the beginning when the teacher is talking about um like twilight oh yeah all the meetings behind that because when they are trying to find each other on the crater they keep passing each other and they can't actually see each other Mm -hmm. and then and they're two different times yeah. yeah yeah and then when Magic hour. Magic hour happens, Twilight. and they can they're yeah. able to see each other. And I was like, it's a moment oh, where that's they, cool. Yeah, it's a moment of twilight where uh, all of a sudden they can see each other, and they just have this moment. Oh, and it's so fucking cute, and yeah. it's so fucking sweet. And they, uh, they're like, they basically are like, we need to write our names down so we don't forget. Mm-hmm. And so they write each other's names down, and then the blanket gets ripped out from underneath you. Oh, and the dude, pen, the pen drops, real. and she's gone, and it's just over, like. It's dude, done. that pissed me the fuck off. There was a point it's where I was tra- like, dude. It's tragic. It's dude. like, it's fucking rough. No, even it's... worse, even worse. There was at one point where Taki's like uh, by himself on the mountain, like, ah, oh, shit, I've got to remember her name. He's actually like repeating it yeah. to himself. And I'm like, pick up the fucking pen and write her name, yeah. you dumbass. I didn't and even then, think about that. He actually does. He actually picks up the pen at that moment. He forgets. I'm like, fuck. Well, <laughs> and, then the other, and then the other thing is, so at that point, their stories diverge. And yeah. now they are each other in their own time. She's, you know, in the time as of, of right when the comet's about to hit. And yeah. he's in his time post, obviously, all of that. Right. And uh, he doesn't know her name doesn't he can't his memories are basically immediately starting to slip once this happens right uh and then she she can't remember his name either she keeps saying oh talkie 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 but then she's like i can't remember his name oh he wrote it down and looks at her hand and just says i love you it's like so fucking cute and right. sad right and then she goes to try and save the entire town doesn't she look at it when she's like after she fell too yeah she yeah. she was like it seemed like she was so she was running to try and save the town from the crater and she trips and falls and there's a moment where you're like, oh, she and she hasn't tripped her fault. She eats shit. She eats shit. Straight up shit. But there's a moment where you think she's gonna like kind of give up, mm-hmm. and then she right. looks at her hand to kind of see what she's fighting for, and he wrote, "I love you." Yeah, oh, he wrote, "I love you." And, and she, she was like crying. She starts crying, but then she's like, "I can't remember your yeah, that's like. Not, that's like, not gonna help me remember your yeah, name. Yeah. That's not your name, you idiot." <laughs> Yeah, it's just so cute. And then, yeah. I mean, and then she, you know, they're, they're, her attempts to stop the crisis basically are thwarted. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going right. And it end, her kind of moment ends where she goes to her father to, like, ask for assistance. And, and then it the cuts, father's the mayor. That's why it's a crucial point. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it cuts to black. And then it goes into Taki. And mm-hmm. you just kind of, I think, assume that she probably remained dead mm-hmm. or something of that sort. And now it's... Five, five years yeah so it's five yeah. years after that three years so it's seven years from when eight, the, eight, eight years eight years wow so, well no i i, okay. I, think, <laughs> I well i thought that it okay i, can <laughs> I thought that it i thought that it had like become five no no okay, fair, fair. so it's eight years wait plus three. i'm sorry <laughs> i thought that i thought that it was i thought that it was five it was four years and they were saying like it's going to be a bit Eight years. <laughs> Maybe I can't math. Maybe I'm just really shitty at math and I just like movies. Um, 
But basically now, like now, he's an adult. He's an adult with all of his friends, and he's trying to get architect jobs, and he keeps failing them because he wants to build lasting architecture, mm. essentially. Yeah. Um, and he keeps failing them, and that's kind of a side thing. But he also can't find fulfillment in anything. He's like constantly says he's constantly searching for something, but he doesn't know what. And then he like they run into each other, and it's just. Yeah. The movie legitimately teases all the way to the I very fucking end. I know, because there's so many times he passes by like a ribbon. A ribbon. Yeah. Just by heart. Yeah, he passes by a ribbon multiple times, and you can see that he sees it, but he doesn't quite put it together that that's what he what He gets for. excited about it, but then he's like, why am I excited And then all about of a this? sudden, they're on two different bullet trains going in opposite directions, and they look through the window, and they see each other. And, like, oh, and they shit. something clicks yeah. for both of them. And then she's gone, and they start running through. It's like the very end of the movie, and they start running through the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they see each other on the stairs, and they kind of pass by each other and don't mm-hmm. say anything because they don't quite know each other at this point. Their right. memories have been erased. And then there's a point where Taki's like, "Yo, fuck it, hey, I think I met you before." And then there's a point when she turns around, she's crying. Yeah, she's like, yeah. "Yes, this is real," and she's like, "Yeah, I think I know you too." And the movie ends with like the perfect like, "Hey, yeah. what's your, what's your name? name?" And it's like. Golden. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's ah, it's it's, it's so such a good. sweet, cute, just odds. Oh, it's just a lovely love story. It's just it's so good. Yeah, I and I don't I don't I don't go for love stories. And and right. honestly, I I really do think that the fact that this is an anime for me doesn't make me enjoy it more. Mm. Uh, in the sense of like this same story, I think told in a different medium probably would have still been a good story. Um, I think anime mm-hmm. heightens that. Mm-hmm. I think anime makes that better. Uh, I actually don't agree with you on that. I just Ooh. think I, I just think that it can be more like they can do more visual storytelling in anime than they can. It's because it is a hand drawn medium that you can appreciate the well. Okay, here's the thing. Both Oliver and myself, you know, we watch anime and stuff, so we understand a bit more of the craft that goes into it, and we have references of like other animes that we've seen, both good and bad. So we can understand the fact that it's a hand-drawn animation. Holy shit. The fact that they would pull this off with this level of quality, golden. Mm-hmm. Now, I can understand Shannon from your perspective without, well, mainly, mainly the main animes you may have been exposed to are like popular ones like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and stuff. <laughs> so you may not have been exposed to the wide range of both great tier and shit tier. So your reference but is just... But I think Shannon... And, but I think but Shan- what, what I'm saying as far as like not agreeing with Oliver in that aspect is I don't think the same story could have been told if it wasn't anime. And this kind of goes back mm. to you oh. talking about how mm. anime can kind of do those out-of-world, like, mm. crazy things that don't really make sense. Right. If, if, you, if this wasn't anime... It probably would be fucking goofy that there yeah, was a ooh, comet yeah. I mean, falling a, and splitting hot... and yeah, yeah. time being warped and swapping each other's that's bodies. Like an expectation of the video is that I would that never kind of expect Shannon happen. to ever say that. That's crazy. I know, this is but yeah, I, I, I yeah. I'm, I'm probably shooting myself in the foot by saying that. Just gonna, just gonna no, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> but um, I, I guess what I'm saying is, I think the story is good enough that it can hold itself. I think anime mm. heightens it and makes it better. Right. But I think that, like, I think that there probably could exist a version of this that, and they should never do this, first of all. They should never make this live action. Mm. But I think that there could be, a, I think that there Absolutely. could be a version yeah, but, of it that that would be 
good. Like it, the story is the story is good. The story is is solid enough on its own. Anime, it's just this is the right medium for it to be. Told. You know, it just made me think of how in Japan they often do live actions of some anime. So if they did a Japanese live action, it could work. But if they did an American version, fuck no. But with that being said, and this will be kind of like the last point I want to make towards this, you know, topic point is: Would this be a prime example of how? The appropriate merging of story and medium it is like it helps if you have the proper pairing because if you don't it can fuck with the execution mm-hmm. but if you do it's For just sure. stolen. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It will, and it's you know I'll, circling back to a movie that we all watched together mm-hmm. or or for the podcast is Twelve Angry Men. Oh yeah, I think that that there exists a version of that movie that is in color and is still like a good story, mm-hmm. but because it's black and white, it does kind of heighten it. It's like that right. is the right medium for it to be. Creates that noir effect or something like that. It does a lot. I mm. mean, it does a lot. It, it, but I think that there's all sorts of examples where it's like this is like the perfect version of this movie, and mm. that the story is still solid enough that you could make other versions, and it would probably be s- still fine or good on you know with the story itself. Mm. But that's the best version, and I do think that your name is a is a perfect movie in my opinion well, even with like the lighthouse that movie was purposely made with the i think the light yeah yeah i agree and i think purpose. that the yeah. story well you know shannon would probably agree but i think the story for that is that's a that's a worse example because i think <laughs> shannon, not everyone at this table agrees on that, that movie, movie but, just shouldn't exist uh, oh my god hey! okay, this isn't the lighthouse <laughs> episode but i you know i i guess kind of what i'm saying is that you know there there exists such good stories that you could tell them in in different formats or mediums but you know the format or medium that it's originally told in or the medium that's chosen is like the perfect one and i do think for your name it being an anime does just it it completes it Mm. yeah yeah i can agree with that so with that being said i'm actually curious shannon what were your thoughts on because we've talked about you know a good chunk about the arc design and talked about a bit of the story but what did you really think like overall like as you're watching the movie at what point did you actually just say, "Oh shit, the story's actually good"? Like, I'm curious. Like, how's yeah, that? when when did it? When was when was the moment for you that you? Because I know that you you didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, and she's not wrong. This like essentially the second we started it, she was <laughs> like, "I know, I already know, I'm not gonna like this movie." Yeah. That's like what she said immediately, and I just didn't say anything. I, I think I said, "I know I'm gonna hate this movie." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I'm gonna hate this movie. The second that I press play. Um, <laughs> So I'm yeah I'm also curious like what was that moment for you where you realized that you were liking it and it's before you even say that I multiple times I would look over to oh, see yeah, yeah. how she was and it had her attention she was like fully focused <laughs> on the movie so I knew that she like, I was gonna bring it up I was gonna bring it up in this podcast that I knew that she enjoyed it <laughs> and if she denied it I was gonna be like what I I saw you you're watching it, like I never watch any movies so I knew that it had her I never watch any movies. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I there like hey, the, like previously mentioned, the lighthouse. You could barely watch that one. Yeah, you. I could see you looking for any excuse to not watch the TV. But yeah. this one, it had your attention. So yeah, I'm curious mm. what. Honestly, I don't know because I think there was a good portion where I was like, I can't actually enjoy this, can I? <laughs> like I was <laughs> like, kind of doubt. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, do I actually enjoy this? Is this actually getting me? Mm-hmm. Um. Gosh, I don't know. I I will say when well, I can't even. What's her name? Mitsuha. 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 
when she was in Taki's body um, in the restaurant mm. is kind of mm. when I was like, okay, I'm actually kind of enjoying this mm-hmm. movie. The, and it was like the first time where she switched. And you yeah. know, stressing out and can't. And, yeah. yeah like, and then she yeah. is, has that scene with the female coworker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is kind of good. Uh, <laughs> okay. And that's pretty early on. Yeah. 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 That's pretty early on in the movie. And honestly, I probably was enjoying it even before that. I just didn't want to admit it. I'm giddy. Yeah. Hey, if that's to attest for the film's quality, even if you're not a huge fan of anime, then, then, hey, it's just that good of a story. What I said earlier then totally holds ground that I think even if you don't like anime, that you can watch this because Shannon is the ultimate example who hates anime and... I know was actively looking for reasons to hate it. Mm-hmm. She was actively looking for reasons for reasons to not God, like it. I was so pissed that we had to watch this. Yeah, she. I'm. I just didn't bring it up. I just. Right. I said it once, and she had a whole fucking fit when I told her. Because <laughs> what I what I told her is I was like, oh, we're watching a movie called Your Name, and she's like, what's that? And I was like, what? it's just a movie. And immediately she's like. What is it? What, what is it? <laughs> and I don't think I told her immediately that it was an anime. Right, right, right. I think I guessed it was anime. No, you... Because you're like, oh, you're in for a treat. And I was like, you guessed... is it anime? <laughs> yeah, I think you guessed something else first, and then you guessed anime. Um, Actually, I think I knew that your name was anime. Uh, maybe. Um, but I think... It, I thought I was about something else, though. Mm. But essentially, the entire time, she was like, I don't want to watch it. Like, I... I can't believe we have to watch it. Do we really have to watch it? Like, I don't want to watch this. And then finally, we watched it last night, mm-hmm. which is the, you know, obviously the night before the podcast, like we're on grind time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we got to watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really say anything about it. But I filled my wine all the she way to the top. filled my wine all <laughs> to the, the way brim. to the top. And I knew that she was just like going to suffer through it, probably just because of peer pressure alone. Mm-hmm. And turned it on. And the first, you know, that anime as fuck intro starts. That is, that's and she just says, I can already tell you I'm going to hate this movie. <laughs> and so I just was like crossing my fingers. And I was batting down the hatches and I was ready. Well, and I was trying to go in with an open mind as much as Oliver wants to say that I wasn't. Because he probably will. I was trying to go into it with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Because my whole thing was, I don't like anime. I hate anime. How the fuck am I supposed to talk about anime on a podcast? Well, and I think, and I think, and it, well, that was the idea. The, yeah. the original idea that Taylor and I had of picking this movie was that it's going to be super entertaining to have two people that love anime mm-hmm. with someone that fucking hates it, wants to light it on fire. Yeah. And <laughs> but it's like, but it's honestly like, I didn't feel like I was going to have a lot to say besides like, I just don't enjoy anime. Like, I can't tell you why I don't enjoy it. I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't do anything for me. So I wanted to go in with an open mind so I could at least like have something to talk about, whether it be I fucking hate it and why do I fucking hate it? Mm. And that was kind of what I thought I was going to be saying. But then that opening scene happened and I was like, oh, fucking great. This is just, this is why I hate anime. This this scene is why I hate it. So that brings the question, after watching this movie, and you know, as we were considering to talk about it, does this open open up the possibility no. for you to be a bit more? <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I'm telling you right now. Hey, ask questions first. I know. Let me ask at least. Okay. Would you be more willing to and open to watch another anime if it offers a similar experience where you can appreciate? Here's the thing. 
yes, I think I could watch another anime. Oh, shit, there's a next right there. But, Ooh. there's a but. I know there's a but. I don't think it's ever going to be something that I'm, like, drawn to watching. I'm I, not going to ever be like, oh, let's watch this anime. No. Sure. Or I'm, all, sure. I, I'm sure Oliver's going to bring up other movies, and he's going to be like, let's watch this anime. And I'm like, I really don't want to watch that. I'm not. He's going to have to literally force me. Or get you plenty of wine. Or get me plenty of wine. And that, I mean, and that, and that sucks, but I think, I mean, I, I, maybe, I think maybe there'll point, be a couple more animes yeah. that I watch that I enjoy. Yeah, so and I think, I think that, that an, anime for you is just never going to be your thing. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I think sure. that that's fair. Like, The Bachelor is never going to be my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even lie. And Love Island is never going to be my thing. He says this, but he gets so invested in it, so he's a fucking my liar. Bachelorette is never going to be my thing. You just said that. I said bachelorette. Oh. But the the point I'm making is like I don't think it has to be your thing, but but my hope is that I feel like for a lot of people, there's the one anime that becomes like the gateway drug anime. And I don't think that you'll ever <laughs> and I don't and what I mean is like right. there's one anime that, that you like it kind of I don't even want to say clicks, but it like you kind of get what like the merit behind the anime. appeal. Yeah. yeah. And I think I hope that that's kind of what this is, is that for you, Shannon, it's that there's I don't think that this is gonna be oh my gosh, I just love anime now. But I'm hoping that this maybe is the one that opens up the door even a tiny bit to the opportunity that there is good anime out there and maybe in the future you'll watch it. Because there's a ton. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot like Taylor said, there's a lot of really shitty anime. Like yeah. there's a lot. Just like there's a lot of shitty movies, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you open up that door a tiny bit, there's an opportunity for a lot of really, really cool stories. Right. And it wouldn't surprise me if, like, at the end of the day, that slice of life type of animes, which they are fucked up, apparently. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, there's a good chunk of them. That might be more of Maybe a that's... chance appeal. I'm just going to make Oliver's night right now. Oh, shit. There is actually an anime that someone told me about that I do kind of want to watch. I can't remember what it's called, though. But it's about a deaf girl. Oh, oh I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> a, si- a, a silent voice. Yes. I love how yes, we both yes, I want to watch that. Oh my god. Dude, this Whoa. is awesome. Woo! What the Yo, fuck is happening? Holy shit. This is awesome. Someone blow the air horn. Yeah, I've heard that that's really good. I haven't yeah, seen same it. Here, yeah. Okay. Oh my Dude. god. Oliver looks like a child on wow. Christmas. Dude, this is awesome. Wow. Oh my god! I'm marrying this girl. That's crazy. <laughs> Don't get used to it. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Well, I'll, okay, well, reel it. I'll reel it back in. I, I, I. <laughs> that is groundbreaking. So if your yeah. name can be that for Shannon, then then I think that this anime can be that for a lot of people. Fuck, that just sold the movie itself. Like, yeah. Anyway. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon's just like, I can't believe I've said this, but yes. I know. <laughs> but maybe you're right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is the slice of life. So I, I realize we've been dropping slice of life ter- oh, yeah. term, and you probably don't know what that is. A slice of life anime is like an anime set in reality that's kind of uh, like grounded mm-hmm. in in reality. Usually, just like a slice of life. Like yeah, it's a daily I mean, life. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I just it's a term that's used in anime a lot, and you don't watch it, so I figured I would just explain it to you. But is that originally an anime term? I thought it pops up on like other I've videos. I've really only ever heard slice of life in anime. True, it pops a lot, yeah. It, it's anime. used as a whole genre mm-hmm. in anime. Yeah. Um, wow, okay. Holy shit, yeah. 
<laughs> sweating. Yeah, sweating. Oh my god. This is um, but yeah, no, I I think that this this movie is is really really fucking good. Yeah, and no. It, even if you don't appreciate it on the technical aspect of how it it sounds and looks, yeah, which does bring me to sound. Did you <clears throat> like the voice acting? Where you thought it was good, Shannon? That's another thing that I guess I just like didn't really pay attention to. Well, and that's I, and that. I think like I don't really pay attention to it too much if it's if it's good if it's good voice acting I don't really notice it too much. A lot yeah. of the things that I normally pay attention to in movies, I didn't on this. What do you mean? Like how the movie looks, how it sounds. Like those are things that I really appreciate in most movies, but. I don't know if it's just because it was anime, but I just didn't really. So the presentation aspect just went. Whoop. Yeah, and not really, that it was bad, like no, 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 it, by all means, but it just you just kind of like don't appreciate it in the same way that you do in movies. Yeah, mm, which okay. is which is which is so interesting to me because I like arguably an anime like this, a hand drawn anime, um, is it takes way more work than. Oh, I'm oh, dude. I'm so it's sure. It's, it's I mean. I get it though, and I think it's probably just because like I just don't enjoy anime cartoony stuff, so it's like yeah. that's why I didn't really like appreciate it. Maybe down the line, if I enjoy you know, more, then I'm, I'm just gonna go. It ahead would and be something I would look at, but I'm just gonna go ahead and introduce this because I know in some aspect, someone that's listening to this might introduce this, and this may have been my good that's been done before. People will introduce the notion of, okay, if you don't like anime, why are you so down for like Disney and Pixar and DreamWorks? That's mm-hmm. still considered animation. Yeah. So that often begs the question, is it not really the animation aspect of it, but the context behind that genre so of anime? I, so here's, really, see, qu- really quick though, I that's what I kind of thought it was with Shannon. We had mm-hmm. a discussion about this before even watching this movie, that mm-hmm. I f- almost feel like, and, and I don't know that it is, for Shannon, but I, I kind of felt like it was almost more of like the stigma behind yeah, yeah, anime yeah. than it was actually anime. Like the, it definitely has a stigma behind it. Oh, yeah. Anime is anime. Like it's a like it, Naruto. In, yeah, oh, yeah. In, instant, it's Naruto, instantly. Naruto, yeah. That in itself can cause yeah, it, <laughs> You know, you're either like in for it or not. And I think a lot of people have a stigma about it. And I thought that that's why Shannon was so against it. Um, I can. I mean, you speak for yourself, Shannon, but I I feel like that's not what it is. But I don't, I don't know think, what it is. I don't think that that's what it because is. Because you're, mm. you're down but for Disney movies. Not that often, though. Oh. When was the last time we watched a Disney movie? Oh, so that begs the question. I mean, when was like the last Ooh. Disney thing we really watched has been like Mandalorian and stuff like that. Well, like, here's, here's a big question. Here's a big question. Have you seen How How Do You Train Your Dragon? Because normally that's the one that everyone fucking screams over. I have, and that like doesn't. But do you like love oh, find, you like love Finding Nemo and Finding Nemo is a fucking shit. Yeah, so like so I, I guess I guess that movie. But I also grew up on that movie. So but, okay, you think, that's fair. I, like I have watched that movie more times than I would love to admit. I mean, sure. But in the last seven years, I really haven't watched it. Like so. It, Outside of the nostalgia-based like experiences, like with Finding Nemo, you don't really gravitate or even are interested in animated-based movies in general. Yeah, not that I watched like, Turning Red. I did watch Turning Red. That was more so I liked the message behind it, and that's kind of why I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't ever, like, I don't really ever see Disney movies and be like, oh, I want to watch this. Mm. Like, I don't know. So I think. I, I, I would watch them and I'd probably enjoy them. But, but I think that actually like kind of comes into more of, like, what we were trying to better understand. It's like, yeah. is it the stigma of anime or is it an well, animation? Because I, I also, I also do I think, feel like I it's just so fucking open. cheesy and dumb okay, sometimes. So there's the, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's kind of, like, what yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. Like because the you do go into the Disney movies very and you do animated enjoy. expressions in yeah. okay. anime, yeah, yeah, really like no, yeah. just so, like so dumb to me, and okay. I just don't enjoy it. Also, I probably have like trauma from like growing up watching my brother watch anime oh and just my. being like, okay, I literally said this, and you said he didn't even watch anime. I have this exact same this, is, this is a conversation that used to have happen off the pat podcast. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true at all. We'll have this conversation out after the podcast. But the point the point is is that <laughs> that that makes that makes perfect sense, which is why I'm running out of ideas that I made. But that makes that makes perfect sense to me that the over anim, like the overly animated kind of gestures yeah. and stuff is, is why you don't like because I I can say confidently that you, although you don't like seek out Disney movies, you do. You are far more open to them. If I'm, if yeah, like if if I'm like, hey, I I heard that this this Disney movie is really good. I mean, we neither of us would probably be like, we gotta watch it now. But mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely are not like disgusted by it like you are anime historically. Yeah. yeah. So there is something there that differentiates it anime from just being like all of animation like anime specifically that you just instantly have some sort of grounded correlation to it not being and i think she hit the nail on the head i think that's the common the overly issue. animated yeah like, and that's the thing with anime that's often rather stereotypical with it is that it is overly dramatic mm-hmm. overly you yeah know, like expressive sure. filler episodes for days even those who love anime will express that's one of the annoyances of the genre just but, very animated like, just very every, animated like, yeah. m- movements are Animes, very animated but yeah, anime as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's animated. Said, like, yeah, 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 expression, and and that I do get. But there think, is, there, there is so much more than just and that. I think but. that's why the slice of life genre is so important for anime in itself because it helps bridge the gap between the absolute extremism that anime can get and the more toned down, more, you know, qual- I'm not saying it's like any more quality than some of the more exaggerated stuff, but. It helps bring people in who are much more familiar with the traditional types of storytelling. Yeah. So well, yeah. and I think that anime has also become like very self-aware in the past few years. Oh too. yeah. Like it. It's. I don't think that anime. I think part of the fun of anime, at least to me, is that it it is so over the top and create like it. It can be my comfort food in the sense of, like, you know, these reality shows for you that you turn them on and maybe you don't have to. <laughs> and I'm not jabbing you in this in this moment. I mean. <laughs> In the in the way that you can like kind of turn it on and and tune out and watch it, that's a lot of anime for me. Like I can turn it on; it's like really entertaining and just kind of something that I enjoy watching. But maybe I don't have to get super deep. It's like the media equivalent of pizza. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) What ice cream? Or Cheetos? There's probably an analogy somewhere. (laughs) More and and that's not saying all anime, but like like. We were just saying, like, Dragon Ball Z. I really enjoy... I have Part of it's a lot of nostalgia for me. But, like, I know it's 
shitty. Like I know, like objectively, as someone that like oh, loves, you saw a face right now. Like. No, 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 no. What I mean, what Dragon I mean, Ball Z is the trauma for me. Sure. Oh, Jesus what, what, more so, what I what I mean is that like objectively, from like a, a storytelling mm. standpoint, as like someone that watches, like you know, someone that watches like Twelve Angry Men, watching Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z is just it's not good in that way. Right. It's not, and it's not trying to be, but it's not good in that way. Right. And so, I love. I, I'll throw it on, and I just like am entertained, and I just have a great time watching it. But I don't think it's like some master class in, in yeah, storytelling. It's not. Like that, right? It's not like you know, uh, Game of Thrones or something. It's it's fucking Dragon Ball Z, and a lot of anime is that way. But there is just as much anime that's like your your name, which is really fucking good and good stories, and and not overly animated and crazy. Yeah. And then there's, you know, really cheesy ones. And then there's also this new wave of anime that's super fucking self-aware that just makes fun of anime. Yeah, which is actually pretty dope. I'm actually appreciating that. Wait, that reminds me of... Have you had a chance to see Chainsaw Man? I haven't. Damn it. Because I was wondering if that falls under that parody category. But One Punch Man. Yeah. Holy shit, at least first season. Because uh, I haven't seen the second season. But B- Both do, yeah. yeah. It, 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 just a parody of anime, making fun of anime. So I don't think that it's... This overtly serious. I could maybe get into that. Yeah. One punch. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think you would, making I, fun of anime yeah. sounds like my kind Yo, of. But it's you, almost. If I get like a text in a few weeks to say that Shannon no. actually wants One Punch Man to like it, but I feel like I feel like you. It doesn't make fun of it in the way that you think that it makes fun of it. It it like. Again, this is this could be a whole tangent. It goes. It it it, it is. It is being what it's making fun of, yeah. if that makes sense. And and it's it's just awesome super over the top, it. super yeah, it's great. But with that being said, we should go back to the movie itself and yeah, I, I think about it. yeah. So I guess my question then. Oh to the my tape. god. Oh, Jeez and just it. as a heads up, uh, we just opened up the second bottle of sake. So as a quick note, the first bottle was like fourteen point nine percent, and the second one's twenty. And the first the one, one is clear. Yeah, it's like a traditional sake. Like milk. Yeah, and it kind of tastes like it, and... Ta- what kind of milk are you drinking? Okay, so be fair. <laughs> so, when me and Oliver had a taste of it, we were like, whoa, this is weird. So we already knew Shan was going to have a reaction, yep. and, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Very milky sake. But I guess, yeah. It'll bring... This brings me to my question... That has nothing to do with milky sake that Shannon hates. It does remind me of the sake like that that's in the movie, though. Yeah, yeah. The one that she just Kuchi keeps spit, spitting out. Yeah. Oh, wait. Watch the cellar made. Do you think that the hype was deserved? I don't think that's a good question to ask me because I don't... No, I'm kind of asking more of the table. You didn't really know anything about it, oh. period. Oh, yeah. When the idea of reviewing this movie originally came up i was automatically like oh shit a critically acclaimed anime like gotta check shit out because any anime that when was this movie released just six years ago maybe less no maybe less than that not within the past year if that's what you're asking yeah 2016 so yeah six years oh damn i had no idea i was just guessing (laughs) no idea but yeah, no, um, <laughs> just from uh, initial discussions of movies to review and the fact that, again, this was a critically acclaimed anime, I was just excited, like, oh, sweet, then that's going to be a damn good story. Because anytime I hear about a good anime, which story is actually getting talked about, I can you can basically guarantee, like, stamp it, seal approval, it's going to be good. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Well, and it, I, so I didn't see this when it first came out. I didn't see it in 2016. I probably saw it in like 2018 the first time. I saw oh, it. It had been out for a while. And I remember everyone always talking about it. Everyone was always talking about, oh, you know, need to watch it. But I'm not into really like romance anything. Yeah. I don't really watch romance movies. I don't like, I certainly don't watch romance anime. And so I just put it off forever. And then for whatever reason, I don't remember what it was. I had some time to myself and I was like, I'll watch it. Everyone keeps talking about it. I'll watch it. I watched it on my own. And I just remember like getting super fucking emotional on my own and watching this movie. And it just instantly, I got it. Do you know the reason why it doesn't fall into that romance category? Because it doesn't harp on the fucking romance piece and mm-hmm. it's appreciated. That is, it's well, a subtle movie. Yeah, yeah. it's the, the romance that. is almost secondary. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, fuck. And the connection, <laughs> I think the other thing of, I don't want to go too far back into what you're talking about, right. but what the cool thing is that their connection, it's not like a, a, just a physical connection. It's genuine. It's, it's quite literally like they're, they love each other's souls. Yeah, because just, they've actually lived each other's lives. Yeah, and they understand each other through their shared experiences in each other's bodies. Super, super cool. Yeah, that's dope. So, so Shannon, what, what do you think in terms of what was originally brought up of, you know, hey, you got to check out this movie. Does it make more sense of why it's gained the appeal? Yeah, I, I mean, I yes, I can see why people should watch this movie and why mm-hmm. people would recommend this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really hear a whole lot about this movie prior. I mean, when you brought I, it up, I knew after watching it to people, did did people have anything to say about it then? So saying? everybody that I talked to actually hasn't seen it. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, they had seen other movies, and that was where the other one came in. Um, But I I told them I liked it, so I'm sure they'll watch it. So crazy, yeah. So I guess then my question is: is do you think that there are people? Do you think that there are people that wouldn't like this movie? And if so, why would they not like it? I mean, yes, I could see why people wouldn't like this movie. People that are like me and just don't like anime and just can't get past the anime. Because I do think there's people out there that are like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're a small minority, but you're I mean, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I was able to get past it for this movie, but I could see people not. I think I I, I think that if. I think that if if those people could get past the first X amount of minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. that it's it has enough good there to hold anybody through its run. Like literally through its run. Yeah, but right. that being said, let's just think about our one person in our life. Yep, and that person would hate this movie. They would hate this. They would hate this movie. But I think that um, if you want to hate something, you'll just hate it. Right? Yeah, and right. I think yeah. and I think that anyone that goes in to this movie and can get past the first tiny tiny bit because at the first it's it's like we've said already that that first intro is exactly what you think it's going to be which is like very anime and and if you if you aren't already down for the movie when that starts i could totally see someone just checking out and not finishing it <laughs> yeah but if so you skip get past the intro it, and just go for if it you can get, if you can get past that it's it's totally totally worth the time yeah i think yeah no I agree. Uh, not only did it deserve the uh, overarching appreciation that it's received, but it's it's just such a quality film. Would you rewatch it? I would. Oh my god, this is amazing! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 
That's good. Did that bother? Yeah, it's a good, you did it. It's a good thing that this we. This is the only time we're talking about this. <laughs> never, I know. I know. Yeah, we're never gonna ever talk about it again. And then as soon as this goes off, she's like, I want to talk about it. <laughs> she's gonna edit the like the thing going podcast. Like, we'll replace every word with like and hate. <laughs> I'm going to be like the people in your name and just completely forget yeah, probably. all the memories. Oh, right. What? I don't remember watching that. I don't remember <laughs> saying that. Right, right. Well, I think that brings us just around yeah. to the end of it when I guess we get to the star star ratings. Mm-hmm. We, start with, uh, we start with Caleb. Okay. So, funny enough, I was thinking about this and how I wanted to effectively rate this. It was hard. Because it's hard. Yes. Because I agree with him. The reason I'm saying that is because it is between 4.5 and 5. And the reason I'm struggling between the two is that if I say five, if I say five, then what the, is the value of saying five? It's like oh, it's flawless and all this stuff is great. If I say something is five, I say it's like trans, uh, transcendent to a way. Okay. Like it's something that everyone. It's like a need to watch type of movie. Sure. A four point five is like it's just so damn good. It's quality. Sure. And that just watch this some of bitch and you'll have a good time. But is this transcendent? Eh. So, so, so you're on 4.5. Yeah, that 4.5 is most likely. Okay, like so for me, I, I kind of view movies a little bit differently mm-hmm. in that, you know, I, I would give this five stars. And I'll explain, fair, fair. I'll explain why I would give this five stars is I think that when I watch a movie and I like for this movie specifically, I'm giving it five stars. But that doesn't mean that this is like in the same category as like. Like I already mentioned, twelve angry men. Right. It's I. I'm not holding it to that same five star standard that I gave that movie. It's a different five star standard. Mm. Like it's for what this movie is, for it, for it being an anime, and for the story that it's telling. I can't think of anything it could do better. It is mm-hmm. in my eyes perfect. If somebody wanted to watch an anime, hey, again, Shannon, want to watch an anime for the first time? She didn't want to. <laughs> but, but like you know if someone's like hey i want to watch right. an anime for the first time but i don't really like anime where should i start Boom. your name yeah. is like top of That's, the list yeah I would agree. and in that way it's five stars i can't not give it five stars no. in that in that in that way does that mean that it's in the same ballpark as you know legendary movies no no right? sure oh no but you know, no, it's not. It's How not many times same. can Taylor talk about Saving Private Ryan? No, it's not in the same category. Of of course not. But it's in its own category, and in the category that it's in, it is five stars. Mm. So then, the the woman of the, the hour. God. Know, yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking about this honestly throughout this whole podcast. What I would rate it. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what I would rate it, and the the reason for that is like I. It is still hard for me to kind of get past it being anime. I don't know. I just so, anime just isn't my thing. I just don't yeah. enjoy it. So what, I enjoyed this movie though, so I don't necessarily want to give it a five star because mm-hmm. only because it's like just not my kind of movie. Yeah, that's fair. So I kind of lean towards like a three and a half four, Ooh. but that's only that is literally only because of like. How I yeah. yeah how I feel about anime. Fair. Yeah. I think Fair. it's a really good movie. I agree that as somebody who is like wanting to start off and watch anime, like what movie you would recommend? Granted, I don't know any other anime movies, so yeah, you right. don't really have the option to like think of anything but you know else. This movie but made I, you feel exactly. Like so I would suggest it. So yeah, I think three and a half, four. I should, have you got to choose one? 
I'll give it a four. Woo! I'll give it a four. Uh, I'll take it. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, I think you're wrong, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. it. It's, I think the takeaway from tonight is that you went in li- quite literally saying that you were going to hate the movie. And you literally. left. Yeah, quite literally saying that. And you left, it left with a four star rating. I'll take it. Like, that's, that, that speaks to this movie above all else. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah, take- god, that sake is terrible. <laughs> I cannot drink that. What's our drink counter at? I don't, I don't know. fucking know. Uh, I think I've had at least like two or three. Oh, yeah, really? I think two or three I, as well. Yeah, I probably had one. Oh my god, we finally caught up. We just had to get a drink that she didn't like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just has to not like it. <laughs> well, on that, I guess, a gag of drinking sake, this has been Cinema Hangover. And this is Taylor. This is Shannon. It's Oliver. Catch you later. Peace. See ya. I might have some more of that sake. It's not bad. It's terrible. Ah, yeah. It's in a quiet place. Just like anime. No. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>Hey everyone, if you want more Cinema Hangover, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We also post episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. If you have any movie suggestions or questions, drop a comment on any of our social medias. Also, if you have any drink recommendations, be sure to let us know. And again, thank you for listening.